Well, good morning, Discovery. Uh, so, you're at home. Uh, I'm here, but normally I'd be at home. Obviously, life has changed tremendously for all of us, right? Uh, this COVID thing has thrown everything out of whack. And, but really, there are some good things. One of the things, uh, the Olympics, if you found out, if you haven't heard, has been postponed until next year. So the good news is that gives me one more year to qualify to be in the Olympics. So that's a good thing. Uh, also, you know, I've been able to find out how long my hair can go before I start getting annoyed. So I've never taken time to find that out. But also, more importantly, at this time where we have the social distancing and maybe our relationships, our horizontal relationships are being hampered, our vertical ones, the one with God, could be highlighted. So that's kind of what we've been doing in this series. We started two weeks ago was to look at this relationship, connecting from a distance, and looking at this relationship, this vertical relationship with God, and, and how can we grow in that? Uh, at this time when maybe we're alone in our home or we're just isolated with our families, how can we grow closer to the Lord? And so two weeks ago, Elliot introduced this idea of these spiritual habits, these spiritual disciplines, and, and pursuing that. And then last week, we looked at prayer, and we had a prayer, uh, the Jesus prayer, uh, Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me. And someone even had an idea, sent me a, a text message after that week and said, hey, why don't we make those silicone bracelets? And we actually have ordered some, so we'll have those here in the next week or two that if you want to get one of those. But, but we've been doing these spiritual studies, uh, these spiritual habits, and one of those is study. Study of God's Word. This is the one that uh, if we're to hear from God, this is how we're going to hear from Him. This is His Word spoken to us. And so in these habits, the beginning ones that we've looked at are inward habits. Habits that we do inward, such as prayer, such as study, such as fasting. Uh, habits that have to do with our personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. And, and from there, we're going to work on outward habits. And then we're going to look at community habits, uh, spiritual disciplines. And, and so we're going to be pursuing that over the next uh, several weeks. But today, today, we're going to work on study. And you might be thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to listen to this. Trust me, we're going to do something different today that I don't think you've ever done before. I've never done as part of a worship service. And I think that you're going to like it. I think you're going to hear from God, I hope, this morning throughout this exercise. And so I really think it's going to be good. This word, this is God's holy word. This is the story of Jesus, the story of God, the story of the Holy Spirit. This is his love letter to us giving us guidance and wisdom and counsel. And so there's a reason we need to dive into this. As Jesus said, the truth will set you free. And this, this is the truth. This is what will transform our minds, as Paul mentions in, in Romans 12. And, and so we need to study this, but not just study for knowledge, right? Maybe if you've, you're in school or you've been in school and you've took a test and you're cramming the night before just to get all the knowledge crammed in, just to be able to put it down on a test, fill in the blanks, or write an essay, you're trying to, you're trying to get facts. That's not what we're diving into this for. It's not just to get the facts put into our mind. It's to get the knowledge put into our heart. It's to be able to, to have this transform us, to have this um, motivate us, to have this um, fill us, to have this form who we are. It's not just about knowing a bunch of facts, but it's about knowing the Lord, the Holy Spirit through this scripture. 
And so if we were to talk about studying scripture, there's uh, hundreds of ways that I could have gone with this message, right? We, we could look at uh, reasons to study scripture, that is for spiritual growth or that we're prepared to have answers whenever we need. We could have looked at the tools that we could do for studying the scripture, uh, which translation to use, which Bible to use, uh, how to take notes, what commentaries uh, do I use, what commentaries could you use? We could have looked at even methods, right? Maybe what is the style that you want to study the Bible? There's the, the, books, the book method that you pick a book. There's reading through the entire scripture, reading through in a year. There's so many Bible plans. There's methods on looking at chapter by chapter or verse by verse. We could have looked at all those. We could have even just sat and focused on the why. Why to study this. That this is drawing us closer to Jesus. That we're becoming stronger believers. That that we could have elaborated on the why for this entire message. But the reality is, if I had hit all those, we would be here all day. And, and you and I, we both have to get back to our normal, everyday quarantine activities of raiding the refrigerator and sitting in sweatpants. And so uh, we got to get back to that, right? And so I didn't pursue all that. But we have something awesome. If you are interested in anything that I just mentioned, the methods, the, the styles, the, the tools, the reasons... Bill Heitfield put together an incredible document, and we have it on our website. If you go to www.discoverybristol.com and then go to the resources tab, uh, we have this Bible study document on, under that resource tab, and it, it's uh, like 13 pages of all this information. And if you're interested in that, just to be able to get a little bit, I want to encourage you, go check that out. It's really cool. But today, today we're not looking at the nuts and bolts necessarily of study. We're looking at something different. We're looking at how do we make this word touch our soul. This word impact our heart. This word not to be something that we're just reading to get the facts. But we're reading to be inspired. We're reading to be transformed. This is How do we put this in our hearts? In who we are? In the fabric of our DNA? So this morning, like I said, we're doing something different, something I've never done in a worship service. I, I've never been part of a worship service that did this, and, and you're going to do it there in the comfort of your home. I'm going to do it up here on stage, and together we're going to dive into his word in, in a unique way that isn't new, new and crazy. It's actually a way that's been around for 1,700 years, right? There's a, an, old, uh, an old church, uh, church father named Benedict of Nursia. And Benedict of Nursia was born in Italy in, the, in 4, 480 uh, A.D. And he was raised and went, educated in Rome. And he was so disgusted by the sin of that city that he wanted to retreat away and just be with the Lord. And so he went and he lived in a small village in the mountainside of Italy. And there he, he interacted with the community, and, and he was such a godly example, such an example that people began to spread comments about him, and people began to tell, have you met Benedict? Have, do you know him? And, and so much so that people were coming to him and saying, I want to live with you. I want to see how you walk with God. I want to see how you read his word. I want to know everything about the Lord uh, to have the special relationship that you have, I want to have. And so people were coming to him, and he, and he set up these communities that he believed that it was very much important for us to be part of a group. And so he set up these communities of 12 people. You know, I got a feeling he probably got that number from Jesus, right? And so these communities of 12 people, and he had them scattered around. And together they would study the word. And this is the beginning of, of our first group of monks. 
right? And so they would study the word, and, and he had three basic principles for, for these, these groups of monks, these communities. It was to pray, it was to work, and it was to study in a form called Lectio Divina. And this form, Lectio Divina, actually means sacred reading. Um, and it, it's a sacred reading or holy reading. It's a way of taking the Bible and not just reading it for facts, but reading it as if you realize that this is holy word, that this is God breathing into you as you read these words. It's studying it. It's, it's dare I say, meditating on the scripture to be able to dive into it and let it become who you are. That you can see, how does this apply in my life? That you're not just reading through to accomplish a goal, right? So much of what we read is, is to, to either get information or entertainment. This is the basic two reasons that we read, right? Enter, entertainment, that you're reading just to be entertained, or, or you're reading to get information, maybe for school or textbook or for work. But this is a different kind of reading. And so as we prepare to do this, I want you to be able to just take off that hat of what you normally think of as reading. This isn't to accomplish a set goal. This isn't to get through a certain amount of pages uh, by a set time. This isn't to be entertained. This is to be transformed. Almost like the difference between a textbook and a love letter. Right? A textbook, you're just reading to get the facts, and you're reading to get accomplished, and you're assigned that you have to read chapters 2 and 3 by, by Wednesday. And so you, you try to do that. You maybe even highlight things, and you're focused on the keywords. But a love letter, a love letter is different. A love letter, you get this, and, and you want to read it in privacy, of, uh, that where you can just dive into this letter. And you open it, and you hang on every word, and you wonder, what did they mean by that? And you, and you just dive into this letter and you're captivated by it. Maybe even transformed by it. That's how we want to read this. That's how we're going to do this Lectio Divina. That's how these monks were doing it and why people were coming from all over to Benedict was to find out how is he transformed by the word. And so there's several different steps to Lectio Divina and, and I'm going to read to you, going to walk you through those right now. The uh, first step is to find... Um, the, the beginning step, the, the setup step, is to find a translation that you like. A translation of the Bible that's easy for you to read. If that's King James for you, great. For me, I get lost in the thousand eyes, right? But for Lectio Divina, when I just want to dive into it and read slowly and just focus on the words, I'll usually choose NIV or I'll choose the message. Just something easy. Something that I can embrace and that I can fully understand what the words are saying. And then find a comfortable surrounding. You know, a place that you're not easily distracted, a place that you can turn off your phone for a few minutes, uh, a place that you're comfortable, maybe not hungry, maybe not tired, not cold, but a place that you can just dive into his word and be comfortable. So you, pick your, you set your surroundings, and, and then finally the last thing is to find your, your scripture right? Uh, I would recommend that you find something short, just a few verses. If we're trying to accomplish reading a, a, a large section, you're going to skip over things that God is trying to speak to you. But if we have just a couple of verses, a small chunk that we can just mull around and work through, this is where we're going to be able to be transformed. 
as, as the Bible says, all of it is God-breathed, all of it is inspired. But I would also say all of it's not always the most helpful for Alexio Divina, right? I don't know anyone that wants to meditate on the dimensions of Noah's Ark or on the annihilation of the Canaanites. But what I would recommend is maybe picking something that is inspiring, Many times people will recommend for this uh, the book of Psalms, the book of Proverbs, maybe one of the Gospels or, uh, or one of the writings of John. And so start there. Start with, um, with the Gospel. Start with the Psalms. Just be able to dive into the passage. And so this begins with a prayer. That you call God and you just invite him to guide you, to direct you, to guide your words. And there was a, a guy, Gugio uh, II, uh, he was from the time of about the 1100s, and he said the steps of Lectio Divina is like a ladder that you're going up. And, and so the first rung on this ladder, um, uh, the, uh, I'm going to use all our words so it makes it easier, is to read. To read this short section of scripture, and then to read it again. And then maybe read it the third time out loud. And just keep reading it three, four, five times until you fully have dove into this passage until all the distractions of your day about all the distractions that's going on outside are washed away and you're just focused on this passage. For me, I get easily distracted, so it takes me four, five, six times to read, to fully dive into these few small verses, to slow down and to read it, to, to read it again and, and reread it again. To slow down, almost like this is a dessert that you love, right? That you know when you get a special dessert and you almost take small bites. You don't want to inhale the thing. You want to make it last as long as possible. So you take slow bites, and each bite, you just let it roll on your tongue and enjoy. It's the same way with this passage. Read it slow. You're not trying to get done with the task. You're trying to hear God speak. So let read it slow and just mull it like that dessert over and over again. The next step, you have read and then reflect. Reflect is as you're reading, is there a word or a phrase that stands out to you? Perhaps one certain word just hits, it hits you hard. And, and every time you read over, something stands out and you, you come back to that word. Now, at this stage of reflect, look at that word. Why does that stand out? Look at that phrase. What is hitting you? What is God telling you in that phrase? How, why does this stand out to you? This is where you begin to reflect on the passage and see what does this look like in my life? What is, this, what is God trying to teach me here? What does this tell me about God? What does this tell me about Jesus, about his character, about his love, about his mercy, about his grace? That you, you're beginning to reflect and just dive into what is this passage saying to me? What is that word or that phrase keep coming back? What is God trying to say in that word? Why is that hitting home? This is an area that might elicit emotions. It might elicit pain, guilt, fear, excitement, joy, pleasure. I don't know, but this is a part where for each one of us, this would be different. But God is speaking to each one of us as individuals differently. So you read, then reflect or read, reflect, and then respond. Respond is simply taking a couple minutes to pray. To come to God with what you've brought out of this scripture. 
to come to God and, and share with him your heart. Like I said, maybe the reflect brought up some pain. Maybe the reflect brought up some guilt. And you just need to be able to share that with God to, to ask for forgiveness. Maybe the reflect brought up some pain and you just need to cry out to God, why is this happening? Why am I in this place? What's going on? Maybe the reflect brought up some great joy and you just want to spend time praying to God, responding to him in joy and praise. This is a time that several minutes of sometimes silence. Sometimes you don't have the words, and maybe that's okay. This is a time where you respond by listening, listening to what God has to say in this prayer. This is a time that, that I've often told people that if you feel weird praying, use your phone. Pull out your phone and pretend that you're talking to God. It, it might seem weird at first, but it feels a lot more natural sometimes to talk to your phone as if God's on the other line. And when you're doing that, as with any phone call, wait and listen for the response. See what God has to say to you during the respond time. And so you read, reflect, respond, and then finally rest. Rest in the scripture. Perhaps read it one more time and rest. What is God saying to you right now? To rest in the presence of the Lord. It, it, I like to think of it almost like, you know, at the end of Thanksgiving, I notice all my illustrations have to do with food. I think I'm hungry. At the end of Thanksgiving, we have, uh, you have pumpkin pie, and you've eaten tons, and, and there's no way that you could eat any more except for when the pie comes out. And then you just kind of kick back. And even though you're full, even though you didn't think there's any more, you sit back and enjoy this last piece of pie. And you just rest. And you're at peace. Maybe you're watching the football game. Maybe you're talking with your family. But it's this peaceful moment where you're just resting and enjoying that last bit of pie. It's the same way. Just rest in the Lord. Be calm. Wait and see if he has anything else to say to you. Maybe this is a time to journal something. But rest in the Lord. So these are the, the latter rungs, right? You have rest, you, ha or you have reading, then you have reflect, then respond, then rest. That's it. This is a 1,700-year-old method. It's not complicated. It has a fancy name, Lectio Divina, but it's really pretty simple. You and I can do this. And actually, you and I are about to do this. Right? I came across something this week, uh, and it, was, it really it, it hit me. How about you? How many of you uh, of us have spent probably 15 minutes a day watching TV, at least? Right? If you're there at home, go ahead and raise your hand if you spent 15 minutes a day on average. How about if you spent 15 minutes a day um, on social media? Yeah. If you spent 15 minutes a day at work or at school, probably. If you spent 15 minutes a day with your family, I hope so. If you spent 15 minutes a day doing any of these, it, uh, it opened my eyes. 1% of our day is 14 minutes and 24 seconds. About 15 minutes. So could we give God 1% of our day? What if you gave God 15 minutes to do Lectio Divina? What if you gave God 15 minutes, 1% of our whole day was given to him? It's not asking that much. So right now, we're going to do this Lectio Divina together. We're not going to take 15 minutes. We're going to do a very quick version of it. And, and you might be thinking, I don't want any part of this. 
well, I want to tell you, too bad, right? You're watching this for a reason. God might have put it on your heart to watch this for this very moment, for you to be part of this, to hear what his scripture has to say to your soul. So if you'll join me, get comfortable, not too comfortable. Don't be laying out on a couch, but sit up and get comfortable and let's do this together. Like I said, we begin with prayer. So if you'll pray with me, God, please allow this passage to speak into each of our hearts. You've put it in the Bible for a reason. You've brought us here this morning for a reason. So God, let us put those two reasons together and be touched by your word. In your name, amen. All right, next. Our first step up the ladder is to read. Is to read. And so it, this passage comes from Matthew chapter 11. And in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is talking and, and he shares this, this moving passage. And so I'm going to read it. It's going to be up on your screen. And I'm going to read it once. Then I'm going to read it twice. And then together a third time, I want us to all read out loud together. You in your location, me at mine, we'll read it together. And then I'm going to give you time to read it a fourth time on your own. So if you'll join me, I'll read it on the screen. Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm going to read it again, slower this time. Try to focus on each word, see if something stands out. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. dive into this again together. Like I said, it's almost special when you read it out loud as you're going through this Lectio Divina. So together, out loud, read with me wherever you're at. Ready? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now a fourth time, I'm going to be silent, and I'm going to step out uh, of talking for the next minute or two to give you a chance to read it again, maybe read it twice, read it out loud, read it silently, whatever that looks like, but begin to read it looking for that word, for that phrase, for something to stand out. Go ahead and read right now.
All right. Now we've read the passage multiple times. Uh, maybe three, four, five, six times you've read this passage. Now it's the time to reflect. What has stood out to you? What word or phrase is, is speaking to you? What, what is making you think? What is hitting home? Does this passage bring up any fears for you, any, any worries? Does this passage bring up any joys, any encouragement, any feelings at all? Does it elicit emotions or memories from the past? Reflect on this passage. We're going to take about two minutes, uh, uh, 90 seconds to reflect on this. Uh, we'll just have silence, and then I'm going to come back and lead us on to the next step on this ladder. But right now, reflect on this passage. All right, now it's time to respond. We've read, we've reflected, and now we respond. And this is a time that we're going to pray. And just share with God how you're feeling. Share with God what stood out. Share with God and ask Him to teach you more, give you more. And to see what, what is this conversation with God going to be. And, and if that looks like you need to pull out your phone, do it. And be able to talk to, the, talk to God and through your phone. So that way you, you share, but also maybe you listen. So we're going to take the next 90 seconds to reflect or to respond, just to pray and to listen. You don't have to fill that 90 seconds with every word on your end. Maybe it needs to be part just waiting and listening for the words that he has for you. Let's go ahead and respond now.
All right, the last rung on this ladder is rest. This is our pumpkin pie, right? This is where we, we've dove into this scripture and now we, we've looked at it, we've read it, we've reflected on it, we've prayed about it. Now we just rest in it. This is where you just are wait and see if God has anything else to share with you. Perhaps read it again. We'll bring it up on the screen. Read it another time. Dive into this passage if you need, or just sit silently, peaceful, waiting to see if God has anything else to share with you. Let's rest. All right, well, you did it. You did your first time of Lectio Divino, right? The, I don't know if it's your first time, but, but maybe it's the fir first, maybe it's the first of many. You rocked it like a, a third century monk, right? Way to go. This is awesome. And so we just dove into his word. I hope that it spoke something to you. If you're with people, take a moment and just share with them. What, what did God speak to you right now? Maybe perhaps you could write it in the comments. I would love to see these comments on Facebook just be filled up with people from our church saying, uh, people watching this on how did they see God speak at this moment? Write it there in the comment, just even whether it's a word or a phrase. And let's encourage one another with seeing God's wisdom, with seeing his encouragement, with seeing his love that came out through this. Maybe you just write the word that stood out to you. The word or phrase that stood out uh, that you want to be able to, that you were held on, that you held on to and reflected on. But go ahead and write it in the comments and let's encourage one another with that. I mentioned this guy, Gugio uh, II. He was alive from 1115 to 1198. And he was a, a, a wise and spiritual father. And, and he dove into this Lectio Divino. And he wrote something that, that I loved and I wanted to share with you. This is the ladder of monastics by which they are lifted up from earth into heaven. There are only a few steps, but the distance covered is beyond measure. And belief, since the lower part is fixed on the earth and its top passes through the clouds till they bear the secrets of heaven. I hope however you study the word, whether it's through this method or through some other method, that that is your ladder. That you can leave for this earth and be closer to the Lord. That you would almost be in the steps and beyond the clouds into heaven. As you dive into his word and let it transform us. That this could become a habit that we could give our 1%, 1% of the day, 14 minutes and 24 seconds, rounded up to 15 minutes that you could give 
and spend with the Lord. Let me pray for us right now. God, we thank you for your love and care for us. We thank you for this word. And God, I pray that myself and each person watching will be challenged to give our 1%. That in whatever method that looks like, that if we continue Lectio Divina or, or if we dive into a, a deep study, uh, whatever that looks like, God, that we are giving our 15% to spend with you, to be transformed by your word, to have the renewing of our mind, to live for you and live like you. God, I lift this up in your name. Amen.